Support for this episode of 9 to Thrive HR is brought to you by Jobvite. Jobvite is laser-focused on helping their customers recruit the best people for the job and making the entire process from sourcing to onboarding as easy, efficient, and effective as possible. To learn more, please visit jobvite.com. Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us on another episode of 9 to Thrive HR, a podcast produced by HCI where we discuss some of the most pressing issues facing talent management today and help surface ideas and solutions to those problems by speaking to experts and practitioners in the field. My name is Randy Kenny, and I'm your host today. I'm joined by Mary Alicia Verdecchia, Manager of Talent Acquisition at Parkview Medical. Let's get started with a little more about you, Mary Alicia. Can you tell our audience more about yourself? I sure can, Randy. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today. I have been a Talent Acquisitions Manager at Parkview Medical Center, which is located in Pueblo, Colorado since November of 2014. I consider myself a social media evangelist and a recruiting marketer. And there are still a lot of people trying to decide what a recruiting marketer is, but I am that. I am dedicated very much to mindfulness as well as the consistent um, improving of our candidate experience and onboarding processes and bringing in engaged employees. And then, of course, I'm also um, dedicated to helping out our veterans articulate what they're looking for in jobs so they can find job right for them. Mary Alicia, you recently attended our employee engagement conference. How would you say mindfulness relates to engagement in the workplace? Oh my gosh, that was an amazing conference. Um, I learned so much and I, you know, I'm always telling people that I hate to call myself a subject matter expert because we're always learning. There's always new stuff in there. And I've always, when I've come to think about mindfulness, I've always felt that mindfulness isn't just related to employee engagement, it's essential for the employee's engagement. And what do I mean by that? Well, when you look at the definition, and I feel that Don McPherson, I believe his company is Aeon Hewitt, but don't quote me on that. I believe that he defines it best because when we are looking at employee engagement, it is the connection to the emotional and intellectual involvement that motivates employees to do their very best. And when we look at mindfulness, and mindfulness is the ability to be present, focused, and consciously aware of things, we want our employees to be that. We want our employees to be present, focused at work, and we want them to do the best when they're engaged. And so when we look at the results of people who are mindful and we practice it ourselves as a company, we are going to see, and I don't, it's not a we may see, it is we do see reductions in stress, increased engagement and productivity. We see increased well-being, especially if you have a health and wellness program, and increased emotional intelligence, and just overall improved communication, among other things. So that's why I believe it doesn't just relate, it's necessary. And what about the candidate experience? How can organizations be more mindful of how they're portraying themselves to potential new hires? Well, I believe that when you're talking about the candidate experience and being more mindful, it really begins at ensuring that your hiring manager in your company is impressing the employer value proposition uh, during the hiring process, that they're ensuring that they're being open and authentic. And believe it or not, that takes a surprising amount of thought and, and focused and mindfulness to be open and honest, yet without creating a negative impression of your organization. Because um, too much of a positive impression, it's just not going to be that open, authentic. You know, it can't be that good. Um, and it's allowing the candidate access to the staff. It's a, a, allowing 
um, the hiring managers to access that candidate and being mindful that they just don't let time get away from them and get too busy that they don't reach out and start that engagement before the day of onboarding and that they don't stop that employee engagement the day that they start work. So you got to be very mindful of that. And add on to that, Mary Alicia, many would agree that a partnership with the marketing department is crucial for building a candidate experience that really ties to that organization's brand. How would you say HR leaders could go about engaging marketing in those conversations? Well, that sometimes can be difficult for some people because when you are merging HR and marketing, they have been different departments for so long and they've been their own little areas that focus on what they feel is important and now you're bringing in two distinctly different environments that need to create and provide a collaborative environment to be successful. I mean we've always said that when you're looking at HR HR brings in the people. They know the people, but they have to embrace the power of marketing. They need to embrace the social media recruiting. They need to embrace the um, recruitment marketing and what it means to today's candidate. And then when you look at marketing, they need to understand that a brand needs to satisfy the employees to succeed. They need to speak with one voice. And if the employee comes in and it doesn't meet what that marketing message was and people don't have that engagement in the process, it can be a little harder. So I would definitely encourage people to reach out, just start the conversation. Hey, how can we work better together? How can, um, how do you like to do it? So I can give you an example of what we did for our marketing video. We were doing an employee engagement video and it was a little hard at first working with our marketing team because they had distinct ideas of what they felt our marketing voice should be. And we had to keep reminding them that's not exactly what employees are looking for. We're not looking for a hospital video. We're not looking for patients, although our employees are the patients. We want that message in there too. But we need to know that our video is starting off with, hey, this is Pueblo, Colorado, and this is why you should be here. And then spreading that message through video. And they kept wanting our video to get shorter and shorter. Because <laughs> again, they had those distinct ideas. So the biggest thing and I, is just starting the conversation getting together and then merging those minds and then what can you do to speak with that one voice? You know, maybe have the two directors reach out to each other and then bring in the staff and then hopefully eventually the employees. It's not easy, but it is definitely doable and the reward is, is just so worth the extra time um, and investment you put into it. Great, and let's talk a little bit about uh, your organization, Parkview Medical. What do you think is the most successful aspect of the candidate experience and the onboarding experience at Parkview Medical? Well, right now, what we feel has really worked for us um, is the, the starting that engagement at the EVP level. We still have a long way to go. I'm not going to say that we've perfected it by any means, but we are looking at that it is a whole 360 experience and that a candidate can, and then candidate to an onboarding and new employee can at any time lose that sense of wow or engagement because they feel disillusioned. So when we look at what's been successful for us and how we have been able to bring more people on, we have um, created a more positive environment. We've created more leadership, mentoring, and coaching and not just counseling. 
we've gotten rid of our performance reviews and changed it to self-assessments and how you think you're doing and how we can help you improve on what you think is important to your role here at our organization. We're also doing candidate surveys and whether we want them to work or not, people, employers dislike anonymous surveys, but candidates love them. People love them because if they can say, if they don't trust that their voice can get out there, they won't say it. And so what we've even seen in the last 18 months from our first survey to our second survey taken uh, 14 months later, we have seen that employees are starting to trust us. They're starting to feel like they actually have a voice here. And so when I look at one of the most successful aspects is that our candidates come in feeling like they have a voice and they come in and they see that they have a voice. They can come to our glass door and leave a review there and they're encouraged to. We are answering their questions when they reach out to us. We're making changes based on the reviews and the surveys that we're getting. We are um, Every moment a glass door comes in within 24 to 48 hours, we're responding to that and they're seeing it and we're implementing it. Not only are they having a voice, we're listening to that voice at our employee forums, at our surveys. We have added food carts. We have added payroll deduct. We have added PTO sharing. And right now we're, we're looking at adding a reward system too. You know, and, and it's just that. Do they have the voice? Do they feel like they have the voice? Trusting to speak with that voice and then knowing that we're going to listen and that we are listening and we're doing something about it. That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit uh, about the healthcare industry. And I know this isn't unique to healthcare, <laughs> but uh, what tips might you offer for HR professionals like you who experience phases of high volume hiring? This is exceptionally where mindfulness comes in because if you aren't taking care of yourself, it is hard to enjoy your job when there are those moments of increased stress. So for us, our summers are exceptionally um, higher volume. We've got our residents coming in. We've got our fellows coming in. We have our new doctors coming in. Um, a lot of people also, especially higher executive level positions, directors like to move during the summer because they don't want to disrupt the education systems for their children. So we just automatically see, oh, and then the college students coming out and seeking those jobs. So what I would say is that the one tip is is look at that mindfulness. And mindfulness doesn't have to be yoga and exercise and breathing for one to two minutes, although that does help. But mindfulness is also practicing those tips such as think, you know, before you react to a situation, you know, work on your emotional intelligence, work on recognizing your signs of defensiveness, recognizing things that set you off, and not only recognizing in yourself, communicating that to your staff and or teammates and saying, hey, when I am under stress, I may not be as friendly. Or when I'm stressed, I may have my door closed a little bit more, but you could still knock on it. Or, hey, I'm, I'm under a little bit of stress now and I tend to be a little bit critical. Do you see me doing that? You know, say something. I have, I get when I'm extra stressed, I tend to go into too much detail. And sometimes when you're stressed and other people are like, I just want to know the answer. I've told, I have a, a teammate, I said, just, just say, hold up the one, two, three. And that lets me know that I need to get <laughs> on focus and just give her the answer she needs. And she's a person that doesn't like to hurt people's feelings. So find out what works for you. Find out what works for your teammates and uh, work on that communication, what sets you off, and then how can you circumvent what sets you off and makes you defensive 
And then if you do, saying I'm sorry and going and then just trying to sweep it over as soon as possible. So those are the biggest tips is that just understanding that mindfulness, taking care of yourself, keeping the lines of communication open without being too communicative like I can be. <laughs> and uh, the high volume, it, and oh, if I could add one more thing. A lot of times, I always kind of look at the winds. We can love our job. We can have a purpose in healthcare, and we could just love what we're doing. But sometimes we're going to have those not bad, bad days because we never have bad days in the healthcare industry because we constantly have to give 100%. We have to be on our A game because if we're never – if we have a moment that we're not on our A game, that is just any point in a patient's continuum of care where a person can make or break a person's experience. And so I always try to tell people that um, you have to be on your A game, but when you aren't on your A game, use other strengths to help you out. It, it is so necessary. And I see so often we're afraid to ask for help, but sometimes we need to. And when we have high voluming, high volume, I, I mean, I was working 42 physicians to bring in in a one-month period. That is a long time to do HR processing for everybody. And then I still have to give it to my employment coordinator and work with employee health and so on. So there's, there's a lot of tips. Find what works for you. And be willing to forgive yourself. Redefine success because sometimes success means that we have to fail a little bit and then we're going to improve and do better the next time. Great advice there. Thank you so much, Mary Alicia, for taking the time to join us. And we covered a lot of topics here, engagement, high volume hiring, mindfulness. Uh, It's been great having you here. Thank you. I really appreciated the invite. Thank you. We'd also like to thank all of you tuning in and encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed what you heard. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Smart Radio, and on the YouTube channel HCI Talent. Lastly, one more big thank you goes to JobVite. Without their generous support, HCI couldn't deliver great content like this. If you're interested in learning more about what we discussed in today's episode, you can find more resources at hci.org. For 9 to Thrive HR and all of HCI, this is Randy Kenny.